0: Somebody requested this video last week and I'm glad they did because one of the biggest energy wasters is around sentimental items. It takes time to keep them, to organize them, store them, move them. There's a lot of time and energy that goes into the conflict over them, what to do with them. A lot of the energy brings on just a slight bit of negativity like i want to let it go but i don't there's guilt there there's confusion and oftentimes these sentimental items can hold us down and keep our spaces cluttered and keep us from moving on so what do we do about them well first of all if you haven't yet checked it out we have updated the simplified Checklist. So you might remember last year we did decluttering checklists, cleaning checklists, travel checklists, etc whole bunch of checklists when it comes to your spaces and simplifying life. And what I have done is put it all together in a quick start guide for you. So even if you've gotten these checklists before, you can check it out in the link below and get the updated version. They're gorgeous and they're amazing and they're gonna help relieve a lot of this energy waste that comes around organizing and keeping the items in your life, as well as when you're moving about life, traveling, going grocery shopping, etc. Hopefully this little quick start guide and all the checklists will help simplify those things for you And if you're interested in learning more about how to amplify your energy reduce decision fatigue and energy loss in every aspect of your life Subscribe hit the thumbs up on this video so you don't miss out on any more So a quick little story before I go into how to get over the sentimental items is that I might have an unfair advantage or a weird perspective because I don't view sentimental items similar to how people express their experience of them. And I think this is linked back, (laughs) I might just be making this up, but I think it's linked back to the fact that I don't have any baby photos. So I don't really have any photos of me before the age of two or three. And supposedly our storage unit got flooded and then a bunch of termites came in. And so I have literally one photo on my birthday and i'm swaddled and all i know is i have jet black hair but aside from that i don't really know what i look like as a baby so i don't know if that was sort of a first anchoring of detachment from sentimental items or just realizing that it doesn't really matter like i don't really care that i don't know what i look like when i was a baby but I just wanted to give that little caveat, just in case some of what I'm saying doesn't sound congruent or like normal. I'm I'm not sure that's really gonna happen, but just in case that little caveat is there. So the first thing that you can do to approach sentimental items, first and foremost, is to remove the story. And I know that's super hard because sentimental items have stories tied to them. You might remember that item at Christmas being on in grandma's house or on grandma's bookshelf, you might have that item because it instigates a story or feeling in your mind. But if you realize that the story isn't in the item, it's actually in your memory, and that when you have photos or you have a certain item, it can actually alter that memory, And this is such a huge philosophical thing, I don't wanna dive into it, but the truth is as you age, as you change, what you remember changes, it changes with you. So having items can alter that natural evolution of memory or a story or however you want to call it and so removing the idea that the story is attached to this item even though it's tr- it triggers it it's anchored it but, but realize that the story is actually in your memory it's in your mind can sometimes help with the idea of parting with it and letting it go and because those stories are so important to us and because the feelings of the people that we love are important to us you can choose to anchor it To a new thing. So that is approach number two. If you have like a piece of art or a card that somebody gave you, you can take pictures of them. Maybe you journal down and write the story as you remember it, or write a poem in your own thoughts, ideas, expression of your memory. This is actually how I started out on YouTube. Side note, I used to make video albums is what I called them before they were called vlogs. But I used to make vlogs of all of our trips, when we traveled, et cetera. And some of you guys might know what I'm talking about, like back in 2000. 9 2010 so it was like 10 years ago almost and um I did it because there were 10 we'd come home with tens and thousands of photos and I was like there's no way I'm going to print these no way I'm going to frame all of them and no way that I want to sit here and make people look through 10,000 photos so I put videos together that created an experience with music tempo pace so that I can remember that particular experience in the way that I wanted to feel or experience it when I relive that moment through videos. So that's just like a little side note. And then also when it comes to anchoring like a new item, maybe you have like a whole set or like a whole kit and caboodle or something. Maybe it's something like grandma's silverware or China tea set and you don't really care for it. Maybe you can just like steal one item from the set and then part with the rest. I know it's like rebellious and if you all know me, I like the rebellious things. (laughs) I like taking things that I need and I don't care if it's part of the set. Some people are the exact opposite. They want to keep the set together because it's supposed to be that way. But I like using the things that I'm actually gonna use, taking the things I actually like and I don't have a problem parting with it even if it's a set. So number three, If you're parting with items, whether it is that set or it's something that's meaningful to you, it might help you part with it if you give it to somebody who will appreciate it or find equal meaning to it. So an example of this is my baby blanket. If I've used my baby blanket, my kids have outgrown the baby blanket and it's like super duper tiny, maybe when somebody that's close to me or somebody that I really care about has a baby, like it's my goddaughter or a niece or nephew, then I might package this baby blanket and say, this is super special because this was my baby blanket as well as my kid's baby blanket and now I'm passing it on to you number four is don't part with it this sounds crazy because a lot of you are asking how to deal with sentimental items there are certain things that you don't want to part with and that's okay it's not about not having items that are sentimental it's not about getting rid of everything if it means something to you then keep it and just have a special box or bin for me i like to keep it to one bin because that way if I move or have to go anywhere, it's really simple. I can pick up this one bin, I know where all the sentimental items are, I can pull it out when I want to, reflect, reminisce or share it with somebody and then I put it all back into one place. So I try to, that's just for me, that's my like parameters and expectations, like it's all gotta fit in the one bin and really the only sentimental items that our family keeps are like quilts that grandma made and I'm trying to think if there's any more. Stuffed animals, there's a couple stuffed animals. Quilts, yeah, there's a couple things. Like my husband's dad has a few items like a magnifying glass with like engraving on it and and like some wood tiny uh, telescope thing or whatever. I mean, but those are just, it's just there out of sentiment and all of these things fit in a tiny little box. Number five, you can take these items and recreate them for something that is useful to you, something that you love, or to improve the energy in your space. So remember, we're trying to improve and increase our energy, and we're trying to reduce the amount of decision fatigue, the amount of energy drain, the amount of conflict and bad feelings that we have around these sentimental items. And maybe they're good feelings, but bad feelings around the idea of what to do with these sentimental items and taking them and renewing them or repurposing them is a great way to continue to keep them in your lives, but have it still be something meaningful that adds value to you. An example of this, and it's a very Silly example, but for some reason, my colleagues in my yoga teacher training tend to give away rocks, lots and lots of rocks. In the couple of years that I've continued on getting certifications in yoga, I have accumulated a lot of rocks some very simple rocks, some very small rocks, some big rocks, some rocks that are polished and engraved with words of affirmation. And they're also beautiful. And because they're given to me by people along this journey with me, they do mean something to me. So rather than throwing the rocks outside, I collected them and I put them in my plants and potters. And so it's kind of nice when I walk by and I see one rock in my plant that says breathe or it says peace or it says abundance and it reminds me of that. Sometimes they're just a collection of simple rocks or smooth rocks that are together and I just see them and I remember all the people who gave them to me and it just makes me feel so much love. And plus it kind of decorates my planters so they don't look plain and I love utilizing them for that. So that's a really simple way of utilizing some of these sentimental items So stuff like that can renew and repurpose the sentimental item and almost make it even more sentimental because now it's not just the anchoring to the story or who gave it to you or whatnot. You've added more love and made it even more unique and repurposed it to something that can be used and that you can continue to enjoy and have value in your life right now. So if you guys have any more tips or thoughts about how you approach sentimental items or how you get over them, let us know in the comments below so we can just share the love and learn from one another. If you like these types of videos and want more, make sure you hit thumbs up, subscribe so you don't miss out and make sure you check out the unlimited energy course. If you haven't yet, I still have openings, for the free coaching call. We can try to fine tune and tweak some things in your life to help you level up your energies right now. All those links are down below. I hope you enjoy the rest of your week and until next time, ciao.